All right, but apart from the sanitation, the medicine, education, wine, public order, irrigation, roads, a fresh water system, and public health, what have the Romans ever done for us? This is Red Sea Pedestrian Thoreau Smiley. I am joined this week by... I am Josh Cece, and this is symbolic of my struggle against reality. I'm Brian Lesh, and I am just making it up as I go along. I'm Alaric Weber, and blessed are the big noses. Have I got a big nose, Mom? <laughs> sex, sex, sex. It's all you ever think about. And it begins, yeah, there needs to be a disclaimer. There's going to be a lot of squeaky British accents. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of quoting in this one. Um, actually, let's... Um, okay, so this is the Harmless Entertainment Monthly Movie. I guess we should get that out of the way. This is the patron-only yeah, podcast. Um, so what happens is once a month, we pick a random year. We let the uh, We nominate four movies each, and then we let you guys vote for which one we watch. We put it up on all of our social media. And we, we let the public decide. Then we do a deep dive. We tell you all about the background and production. Um, and we go through e- the entire movie scene by scene. It's, it's basically harmless phosphorescence, but it's a monthly non-superhero movie that you guys pick. And this month, we all pick... We, uh, the movie you chose was Monty Python's The Life of Brian. Everyone knows the glorious story of the child born in a faraway manger. Well, this isn't that story. (laughs) This is Monty Python's all-new Life of Brian. He was born into the golden age of Roman rule. Do you have any crucifixions today? 139, sir. Special celebration. It was a time of miracles. I was blind, now I can see. Friendly persuasion and gracious invaders. But there was just one thing on everyone's mind. Sex, 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 that's all I think about her. In those days, getting stoned wasn't against the law. It was the law. Things looked bad for the people of Jerusalem. Still a few crosses left. Until Brian dropped in. He was a born leader. Brothers, brothers, we should be struggling together. We are. A potential martyr. What will they do to me? Oh, you'll probably get away with crucifixion. Crucifixion? Yeah. First offense. And his mother's joy. They think I'm the Messiah, Mum. The Messiah! There's no Messiah in here! There's a mess, all right, but no Messiah! And now, it's up to Brian to deliver a despairing nation from the throes of oppression. Tough luck, Jerusalem. This is the life of Brian. Just when you thought you were saved. It's Monty Python's Life of Brian. He wasn't the Messiah. 
he was a very naughty boy. Terrific race, the Rovers. Terrific. So, okay. So this is uh, Monty Python's The Life of Brian. Um, as we were saying, uh, disclaimer, we're going to be quoting this one a lot. There's a uh, lot of uh, history we <laughs> each of us individually has with this movie. We've watched it a few times. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um. So actually, why don't we just go ahead and, and, and get that out of the way now? I know I pr- remember the first time I saw it. Um, I was about 15 ish okay. and I was, uh, so I used to walk to the bus to school and around this time I would, uh, <laughs> start to walk to the bus, wait for my mom to leave for work and then walk home oh. and get high all day <laughs> instead of going to school. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So uh, everybody did that, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there was a a box of videotapes that a friend of my mom's, uh, Nina Baldridge, actually had a okay. had a left over there, and they were unlabeled, and they were all had different movies on them, and I was going through watching them, and uh, this one came. I put this one in, and this was, I had probably only been getting high for maybe a month or two at this time. So uh, it was all fresh, so, so fresh and exciting. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, so I put this in and I have, n- I, I honestly cannot remember ever laughing at a movie as much as I want, as I did watching this for the first time. Um, wow. Yeah. The, the thing is, is it cut off right <laughs> about 30 seconds into always look on the bright side of life. So there was oh. probably a year where I thought there was more to the movie that I had just missed. I didn't realize it actually went out to the credits from there. Wow. So yeah, there, there was about a year. I was like, I weren't sure how it ended. Yeah. I was like, I've got to see the end of this thing. (laughs) When Superman comes and saves them from crucifixion. Yeah. Like sort of a final scene, you know, and him and Jesus have a, have their minds. Philosophically. Jesus. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, somebody should paint that Superman <laughs> and Jesus flying. And then there's the mind song. Jeez. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, let's see. I was around the same age then. Um, but obviously a little older, but probably 16. Yeah. 16. Yes. Because I was still living at home. Um, I had watched the Holy grail, of course you know, that most <laughs> teenage boys had. Um, I was not aware that they had other movies. And then for Christmas, after first seeing the Holy Grail, I got this from my uh, grandfather. Um, and I turned it off the first time. It was a little like slow for me, but not like in disgust. I just sort of turned it off and then watched it again. And then I watched it over at my dad's house and apparently he had never seen it. So he overhears like the scene with the Romans and uh, not with the Romans, where they're deciding, uh, you know, their plan of attack and what have the Romans ever done for us. Mm-hmm. And like in the background, he's like, what is this movie? And then I explained it to him and we watched it again. And from that day on, I, I consider it my favorite movie. I think beginning to end, it's everything that I want in a comedy and that's odd <laughs> because, yeah, it's, it's so biblical. 
Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just, to me, it's, it's perfect. It's one of the all time greats comedy wise, just yeah. without question. Yeah. I, it feels like it was like kind of accidental lightning in a bottle kind of moment too. Yeah. To me, I love this so much more than uh, Holy Grail. Everybody loves Holy Grail. Yeah. I love Holy Grail. Not to say like, yeah, Holy Grail. You know, great, one is better than the other necessarily. But uh, well, I, I mean, my fucking name is Brian, so I'm biased. But <laughs> um, this movie oh, just yeah. I I was I started making a fucking list of all the things that they do. I, I watched that documentary, the thing on Netflix, and I didn't watch cool. the whole season, but I watched that that one episode. That one, yeah. It's like yeah. episodic. Um, yeah, there's well, one there's so about many. Life of Brian. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm just going to watch this stuff. one today. I'm going to go back and watch because they have so much content on Netflix. It was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just seeing their – they started talking about like fucking Jesus getting a table being like, that's not enough. And they went from oh, that. To yeah, like, when he's booking the Last Supper. Yeah. They get to <laughs> so many mucky, messy, philosophical and like sociological and cultural points throughout the whole thing. I was like, fuck, man. That's why it's one of the best comedies of all time. Just because oh, they yeah. kept like trying to refine it down to those things. I feel well, like, I don't know. It's Terry Jones, he, he says about that. He's like, and it was very funny sketch, you know, like, oh, there's 13 of you. Oh, but you need, we can push a few <laughs> tables together. Or you need to all be on one side. Okay, that's going to be tough. He's like, but then at the end of the day, it was just a joke about moving tables around. Yeah, it's not about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is an, a very Python kind of sketch to have. <laughs> Uh, so pointless, surreal. Oh yeah, yeah. but it, it's, the pythons have um have have basically two two to three different bits. There's the um uh there's <laughs> there's the refuses to acknowledge the uh, painfully obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yep. there's the takes one small aspect of the scene and blows it completely out of proportion. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. there's the halfway Classic. through it becomes an entirely different sketch. And now for some, but see, they sort of invented those different. things. You're yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. right. But yeah, it's yeah. Not yeah. Like, oh, they're only these. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They were the Beatles yeah, but, uh, of those yeah. things. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Literally. Before we get into those pythons, Al or Brian, do you have an? Uh, my fucking. All of these movies, if, if I have any like emotional connection to it, usually my mom showed this to me. My mom showed this to me like 11, not oh, just wow. because it had my name in it, but because she loved this movie. That's and awesome. we had gone through and watched a bunch of Monty Python and I'd seen all the Flying Circus. A friend of mine, when I was in grade school, had like a box set. So I watched all that and she was like, oh, well, then you need to watch the movies. And yeah, you go from like moving at like, you know, light speed to like fucking dimension warping. Yeah. You go from like the... the the show is wild, but the movies have like fucking nudity and mm. these weird gut punches of like, just, yeah. Yeah. Surreal shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was like a 10 year old kid being like, what the fuck am I watching? This is nothing like flying circus, but everything like flying circus. Yeah. It was cool. I love the shit. Um, anyway, personally, um, I tried, I, I can't remember specifically what age I was. Um, I even, I texted my sister to, uh, see if she had any specific memories of when we first watched this. I know I watched, I, I remember watching, uh, Holy Grail, uh, much earlier and being in the video store. 
and my mom saying like, I, I think you guys are ready for this. And Mm -hmm. I don't remember how old I was at that time, either 10 to 12, something like that. Yeah. So, so, So yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, fairly confident that i watched it on vhs uh rented it from green valley video um but yeah a specific timeline no but this was actually the first i mean arguably uh the 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 best um monty python movie in my mind so inarguably in my mind the best. <laughs> yeah. well, no, I mean, I think, I think I'd agree. I think it's easily the best Python movie. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it was the first one I saw. The first Python anything I saw was this oh, one. Oh, really? really? Yeah. Before the Holy Grail? Yeah. <clears throat> I, saw I would have before. thought your dad would have been into the Holy Grail. Um, he, well, so he wasn't too into the Python, strangely enough, which is weird because you'd think it was right up his alley. I know, I know, um, I remember Life of Brian and Holy Grail being on in the background when I was a kid once or twice, but for mm-hmm. what for whatever reason, it wasn't one that he made sure was in the house being yeah. seen often. So, um, I feel you. But, well, uh, Flying Circus was on public television where mm-hmm. I grew up. It, it was you guys too, right? I imagine no, so. No. no. Oh well, I don't know. I didn't watch a lot of PBS. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Um, yeah, it was, so it was definitely it was. something that, that like was a box, a box set kind of thing, like a box set cassettes. Oh, I see. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. So this movie, um, it, uh, <laughs> I think probably one of the movies we've done that we all universally like the most, um, probably this one. And, uh, um, I'd say maybe Burton's Batman are probably the two yeah. <laughs> that were the most, well, we so like Independence Day a lot, but now, yeah, yeah there hasn't been a movie that we come gushingly into. <laughs> right. There was a general consensus over Independence Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but we it was, feel how we but feel. we also realized that it was pretty a pretty funny movie for the for the wrong reasons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whereas this one is a funny movie for the right reasons. For the right reasons, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it was released um, the seventeenth of August, nineteen seventy nine, <laughs> three days before my uh, third birthday. Uh, it has a running time of 94 minutes. It had a budget of $4 million, which it was hard fought for. And uh, yeah. it took in a total of $20.2 million. Uh, so it was a bona fide success. Yeah. Wow. Um, there was, so <laughs> the, the, the box office records for that time are a little spotty. Normally this is where I'd say, let's play the box office top 10. But I only have the box office top four available to me via box office okay. mojo. Um, I see. Does uh, anyone uh, care to guess what other movies might be on that list? Okay. Rather than guessing where it came in. Oh, we looked at the whole list to find these, but. Yeah. Um, I, I peeked at your notes. Thorough. Oh, so Al's, um, mm, Al's a cheater. Fucking cheater. Was it yeah. the villain? That movie, oh, <laughs> I wish. No, I wish it was. Poland and Kirk um, and so Schwarzenegger. What's that? In, in the the voting, I, I looked on Twitter. Um, in the votes for which movie we're going to do, um, yeah. the villain only got six percent. Yeah, no, life, I, I, I voted for it, even though I nominated a different I movie. For it too. I voted for it too. Actually, <laughs> but, <laughs> we might have that much <laughs> all of us. 
That might have been all the votes. See, folks, this is how democracy works. It does work, and here it is. Yeah. Um, We should all just watch that movie together. Yeah, we should should do that as just some random bonus sometime. I'm down. Um, All right, so I'll give... Okay. Three of these movies... uh, Well, okay, one of these movies is Life of Brian. Of the other three, two of them are hugely well-known. One of them I have never heard of. So hmm. at number four, we have Alien. Wow. Yeah. Um, number one is Apocalypse Now. Hmm. Life of Brian came in at number two. And at number three is something called Rich Kids. I, huh. I have no idea what that is. Huh. Yeah, Rich Kids. Hmm. But, Interesting. Uh, yeah, that was the top four for the week of August seventeenth, nineteen seventy nine. Top four. Apocalypse cool now. That Brian was in there. Yeah, well, c- could you imagine the nineteen seventy nine? Wasn't there like a small recession on, so they could only afford top four? They couldn't do a full top ten. <laughs> Maybe that's right. Yeah, the gas shortage. Jimmy Jimmy Carter said, "There's a great malaise across the box office." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that peanut farmer. Uh, <laughs> uh, so um, this was made by a group of gentlemen known collectively as Monty Python. Monty Python. Monty Python. For those of you who are not familiar, Monty Python is not a person. It is the name of the sketch comedy group, which is comprised of Michael Palin, Terry Jones, Graham Chapman, Eric Idle, John Cleese, and Terry Gilliam. Um, there was a brief period in my life where I thought John Cleese was uh, Monty Python. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. As as like a eight year old kid, like oh, it's Monty Python. I'm sure that that happened quite a bit. Yeah, yeah he, sure. if any of them were to be named Monty Python, it would be John Cleese. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So okay, so. English comedy in the 60s was apparently a pretty close-knit group of fellas because um, their paths crisped and crossed all over the place before they formed Monty Python. Um, Jones it's and not Pink, a very big island. No, it isn't. There's only 12 people on it. And they don't all go to sure. Oxford and Cambridge. Um, the Harry Potter movies actually contained the entirety of the British people <laughs> across the seven <laughs> yeah. movies. They were all in there. Um, uh <laughs> Terry Jones and Michael Palin met at Oxford University, where they performed together with the Oxford Review. Uh, Graham Chapman and John Cleese met at Cambridge University. Eric Idle was also at Cambridge, but he was a year younger than Chapman and Cleese. Um, And he was an orphan. Yeah. (laughs) Um, John Cleese traveled to New York at some point uh, while on tour with the Cambridge University Footlights Review. (laughs) which were known as a clump of plinths, which is the most British bullshit I've ever heard. Yeah. A clump of plinths. So Footlights was like a, a very, it's a really, really old comedy review show that happened at Oxford, you know, like mm-hmm. since before there were Footlights or barely when they used candles. Yeah. So anyway, it's sort of like a comedy quarter equivalent for Alan, I kind of think. Yeah. Yeah, just a college comedy crew that like was yeah established. Kind of the British college version of something like um, uh, oh uh, uh, what is that New York group called? Um, UCB, yeah, yeah, Upright Citizens Citizens Brigade. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so, okay. Um, okay, so they, uh, let's see. The BBC's satirical television show, The Frost Report, which began in March 1966, um, uh, hired a number of the Pythons on as writers and performers. Um, and then following that, a show called Do Not Adjust Your Set, which uh, broadcast from 67 to 69 um, on Thames Television, had Gilliam, Idle, Jones, and Palin all on it together. Um, at that time, uh, Chapman um, and Cleese were offered a show by the BBC, who had seen their work on The Frost Report. Um, Cleese was reluctant to do a two-man show for a number of reasons, including the fact that um, Graham Chapman was... Um, uh, uh, infamously erratic and uh, an alcoholic. Yeah. But um, Cleese uh, did have fond memories of working with Palin on a movie called How to Irritate People and invited him to join the team. Um, so uh, Palin agreed to do that and uh, suggested the involvement of his writing partner, uh, Terry Jones. Terry Jones suggested the involvement of uh, Terry Gilliam to provide animation. And uh, I believe that's the lot of them, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah. Except, Who met Eric? Oh, you, you mentioned him. Eric Idle. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. So um, Palin suggested Jones and Eric Idle. Right. Yeah, that's them. Yeah. So, um Carol Cleveland and Neil Innes, but other than that. Yeah, yeah, the, who are kind of honorary pythons. Right. Um, so, um, John Cleese states that um, that uh, they came together um, as a uh, as they were jointly seeking. Um, to uh, work with a group rather than just by happenstance. But John Cleese apparently um, just wants to disagree with everything anyone writes about the Pythons. <laughs> um, yeah. According to their official website, the group was born from a Kashmir Tandoori restaurant in Hampstead on the 11th of May, 1969. <laughs> um, <laughs> that may or may not England be. England has great Indian food. Yes, yes, they do. They do. <laughs> they do. Well, they have their own version of it. Yeah. 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 Which is not, which is, you know, kind of like how America has Mexican food. Chinese food. Oh, and Chinese. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. The Chinese food. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Chicken tikka masala is an English dish, actually. Yes. <laughs> and it's very good, but it, you will not find it in India. No. That's uh, um, but uh, according to uh, uh, Cleese, that was the first time that all six um, actually sat together in a room and talked. Um, so um, they went on to uh, do Monty Python's Flying Circus uh, for a number of years. Um, they followed that with a sketch movie called And Now for Something Completely Different, which was a a series of sketches from the show repackaged and reperformed as a film. Um, they uh, then did Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Um, and that brought us to, uh, during that, Eric Idle apparently suggested <clears throat> that the, <laughs> the next movie they make would be called Monty Python and Jesus Christ, 
lust for glory. <laughs> Jesus well, he, Christ, lust for glory. He sort of like threw it off as a, you know, they were at a big party after a premiere for the Holy Grail. So he just blurted it out. Yeah, he did. It was a joke. Um, yeah, it was a joke. Um, but then they revisited that idea. They yeah, did. They liked it. And originally it's a great title. Yeah, it is. And originally they were going to make Jesus the, the, uh, the uh, protagonist of the movie, but according to Eric, Eric Idle said, quote, Jesus is not particularly funny. So it's true. <laughs> true. It is. Yeah. Um, well, and, uh, well, in Cleese, not to go into Jag, but yeah, on that documentary, Brian was talking about Cleese kind of, well, they all kind of explain it, but yeah, the, what Christ had to say and the, the base message of Christ is really, yeah, you know, not, <laughs> it, it's it's not um, prone to criticism, I guess. So no. that's how Cleese put it. You know, the comedy is in the breaking down, and yes. you really can't jab anything at what he said. Yeah, what, don't judge other people. Uh, you know, that's um, the interpretation and the misinterpretation of it, really. As, yeah. as Frank so, as Frank Zappa famously said, um, "It's not Jesus; it's the disciples." Right. And so, yes, exactly. They kept getting a lot of shit for being blasphemous. But Terry Jones even says that it's heretical. It's heretical. It's not blasphemous. It, it talks about dogma. Yes. Yeah. And it talks about the ridiculousness of dogma, not the ridiculousness of a higher power. Right. It's yeah. It's, so not, that's a, it's an important distinction. Yeah. And that's what upsets people is that you're making fun of the rules. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Mean, and, and you're making it fun of how serious we take it. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and that's kind of um, brought to sharp relief um, in the whole sandal sequence. I, I think that like sums I, up the film. I literally made a list, you guys. So blasphemy. They talk about politics. These are all things that Jesus talked about. Uh-huh. Grammar and logic. Um, fucking haggling. Um, interpretation of haggling. I don't know necessarily if there's a Jesus quote for that. But uh, nudity, yeah. people's bodies, um, individuality, too. All of these things were all really funny jokes they yeah. were all really specific jokes yes um but each one of those things was like damn fuck they like hinged entire like acts around these things mm-hmm. yeah should trip me out um the uh th- this movie was strangely ahead of the time for trans rights <laughs> like, yeah so yeah. ahead wasn't it yeah. i want to be called really loretta yeah yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. That's still I probably quote that I I I consider that one of the funniest lines ever written. I quote it constantly. Um yeah. I'm not oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a womb. Where's the fetus gonna gestate? You're gonna keep it in a box? Yeah. I remember keep saying that in, box. in, oh in high school a lot. Yeah, back and forth. But yeah, exactly. And pointing out that they you know, that these people have been members of our society in every society and civilization. There have always yeah. been these individuals, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, still, yeah. Some people want to tell you it's a new phenomenon brought on by Will and Grace and 5G antennas. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and, you know, and the, the, the people that want to follow somebody, anybody, that's not new well, either. That. That's yes. not new yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah. The, right. No. The, the, the sandal and the gourd people are no different than, you know, the current crop of people who are following some other folks at the yeah. moment the megachurch people the megachurch yeah. the people that, the, the people that think they're being cured through the television set and stuff 
Yeah. Those people exist right now in this moment in the year 2020, and they are the sandal gourd people. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> uh, um, so, okay. So the original backers of the film, EMI, um, and particularly Bernard Delfont. Yeah, been- Delfont had been uh, scared off by the subject matter at the last minute. Um, the very last... Well, there's one, a good line from that documentary, sorry, with Delfont. He, like, read the script um, in front of a couple of the Pythons, but John Cleese was definitely there because he's like, and then he was done, and he, he looked up, and he's like, if I make this movie, they'll crucify me. He's like, he actually said that. <laughs> he looked around the room as if he were making a joke, but he wasn't. Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, um, well, and in fact, the last, the last words of the movie, um, during, um, always look on the bright side of life are, I said to him, Bernie, Bernie, I said, they'll never make the money back on this one, which was a jab at, at Delfont. Lord Delfont yeah. is a Lord. Yeah. Of course he is. British titles. <laughs> yeah. Um, Terry Gilliam, uh, said, quote, they pulled out on a Thursday. The crew was supposed to be leaving on Saturday. It was disastrous. Yeah. It was because they had read the script. Finally. Um, so um, this was financed almost entirely at that point by a young George Harrison um, <laughs> who simply wanted to see the movie. George, yeah. um, who anyone who is unfamiliar with George Harrison, um, he is a Beatle. If you need to know who the Beatles are, then just go listen to another podcast for a while and come back to us. Um, but yeah. uh, he was known as the furry one. Yeah. <laughs> Google that. <laughs> it was because he liked to dress like animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was Paul yeah. A band before wings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, until wings kicked him out. The flaming lips. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, so, uh, so George Harrison, yeah, he pawned his like house and uh, recording studio and he used the it. word pawn. Yeah. How do you pawn a house? You take your mortgage, you take the deed yeah. in, not the mortgage, the <laughs> deed, and you uh, say, give me some money. You take it, it falls through, you take, take my house. You take it but down he, to the pawn shop and be like, <laughs> a guy with a little <laughs> eyeglass thing looks <laughs> at it. I think he used it as collateral for like a $4 million loan to fund the movie. Yes, in an unfunny way, that's what he did. In an earlier documentary when Harrison was still alive, that was the word he used. Um, No, which is hilarious. That was perfect because that's how he looked at it. He so didn't tell anybody, which <laughs> no. I thought was really funny. That that came up in the documentary. They they didn't know. They all thought he's a fucking beetle. Of course he can afford four million dollars. Yeah, they oh, thought it was in the like, octopus's garden. Yeah, he was like okay. leveraged to the hilt, man. He was fucked if that movie yeah. didn't do well. It's all on the line. Well, yeah, yeah. And you know what's weird? Eric Idle and George Harrison met in Los Angeles. Oh wow, that's, so that's funny. funny, huh? Um, um, and he, he was of um. He founded uh, Handmade Films in order yes. to make this, and he actually um, that was became a legitimate uh, production company for a while. Um, they went on to make uh, a number of time bandits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. They made a number of time bandits. <laughs> a number of time bandits. <laughs> <laughs> they made another, of including including time bandits. Um, 
uh, let's see. They also uh, made uh, the long Good Friday. Um, um, they did. Uh, yeah, they did a number of other Python things. Live at the Hollywood Bowl, which is a uh, fun, a uh, fun live thing uh, with Nail and I, which is a great movie. Um, yeah. And then uh, let's see how to get ahead in advertising. Um, That's a great movie. Too. Nuns on the Run. <laughs> they made. Oh, I remember yeah. Robbie Coltrane and Eric Idle. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, so they, they actually were bought out in the early nineties. Um, <laughs> they, uh, went on under new ownership, uh, to make, uh, the wrong guy lock stock and two smoking barrels. Um, oh. and uh, the last movie that was made under the handmade films <laughs> banner was 127 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. Those, most of those were good movies. How badass is that? George Harrison put it all on the line. It succeeded. Mm-hmm. Then he he decided to keep making movies with his production company and then sold that company at a profit. Yeah. Um, although, <laughs> the dude that wrote Taxman knew what he was doing. Yeah. Well, although they, he did have to sell it in the early 90s because his, his, his uh, financial partner in it um, – was apparently making bad stock deals on the side and lost everything. That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Um, so maybe it wasn't at a profit, but it didn't exist until he wanted to see the life of Brian. Yeah, um, George did eventually sue him and won fifteen million dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the they sued EMI too. The Beatles, yeah, the Python sued EMI. They sued yeah, EMI like immediately. Oh, yeah, the, the yeah. Beatles sued everybody at some point. So. <laughs> the Python sued a lot of people. I think, I think yeah. it's a British thing. British that people, British. it's an American very thing. Litigious. It's an American thing, too. But, yeah, they, like, but they settle very quickly. Like like Brian said, they, they sued EMI, like, the next day when Delphont walked down the yeah. stairs. You know? Well, and they settled out of court, too. So, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. You're saying Those kinds of things settled. seem to happen a lot. All right. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, the George Harrison did get a cameo in the movie, although the uh, his his one line is "Hello," but a beetle in red. But um, that is weird. not George Harrison's voice. It was dubbed in by Michael Palin. Ha! That's fucking hilarious. Um, Graham Chapman um, was so determined to play Brian that he dried out from his alcoholism in time for filming. Um, if he hadn't been able to, it was going to be played by Cleese. And he was going to... Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, Graham Chapman killed it. I mean, Chapman, yeah. Chapman was was the the best choice yeah. for, for Brian. Absolutely. What was it, what was it, it that he said that, that Gilliam said was he had integrity, I think? Yeah, he brought Jones, integrity. But, yeah, the, or, yeah, or was it Johnson? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that Cleese, you know, who else could be the centurion and Raj and that, you know? Oh yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. Cleese but brings he, that arrogant pomposity in every man. Yeah, I don't but, think Cleese plays a thirty-three-year-old boy as well. Uh, so. <laughs> when Cleese was when Cleese was twenty, he couldn't play a thirty-three-year-old boy. He's <laughs> too old. <laughs> And the rest of these guys were children when he was yeah. twenty. He could play a member of parliament at twenty, I'm sure, though. Oh yeah. God, yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. Uh, an early uh, listing of uh, the sketches um, reveals that the film was to have begun with a set of sketches at an English public school. 
Uh, much of this material uh, made its way into other things. Um, the song All, Thing Do- All Things Dull and Ugly, which we later mm-hmm. saw in uh, The Meaning of Life, was supposed to open it up. Um, well, we saw the um, religious school in Meaning of Life as well. Yeah. The boarding school or what have you. Yeah, exactly. They they reused a lot of that for The Meaning of Life. Um, the violent rugby match between the schoolmasters and uh, small boys <laughs> for Meaning of Life was supposed to be in this. Um, That's so great. Uh, and then um, a sketch which I've never seen. It's about a boy who dies at school. <laughs> appeared on um, on the uh, hastily cobbled together for a fast <laughs> buck album from 1981. Jesus. Yeah, they made so many albums, so many LPs. They did. Um, this had a. I'm 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 glad they I'm glad they took out all the those sketches. And kept it into in the, the time period that it was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and had a had a, a narrative all the way through. I mean, yeah. Holy Grail did as well, but this definitely. Ish, did. Yeah, there's there's an arc. Yeah, the, the one diversion in this was the, surreal enough the, to the, work. The one thing in the middle <laughs> where yeah yeah um, it is still which, yeah which which does uh, which does not actually it doesn't actually break the fourth wall in no. which is something they did in every single other thing they made. Yeah. Um, the uh, That's true. there was a, a number of uh, scenes cut from this. It was originally going to open up with um, there was a, a scene of three sheep herders. <laughs> I wa- I don't know. Have, yes. Have you guys seen? I read that. Have you guys watched any of the uh, the cut scenes? Oh no! no. They actually filmed the sheep herder scene. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's available on YouTube. There's a link in our show notes if any of you guys want to watch them. Um, <laughs> Wow. Okay, good to know. Um, so, yeah, as I was reading it earlier. Yeah, uh, so oh. it started with the sketch about three sheep herders, and they 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 spend almost five minutes just talking about how much they love sheep. Yeah. <laughs> how beautiful sheep are, how fluffy oh, and white wow. the sheep are, how much <laughs> they want to protect the sheep from everything that wants to hurt the sheep. Yo, this dude isn't one of us. <laughs> Um, and then they uh, they of course miss the uh, entire birth of Jesus which is happening behind them with the uh, shining stars and everything (laughs) yeah Um, there was a a couple other small scenes that were really just bits they cut out one where someone tries to sell Judith a cross Um, one where there was some a bit quite a bit more with the uh, Judean people's front so the mm-hmm. Judean people's front does appear in this movie. Have you guys ever really noticed their costumes? Uh, the, the suicide squad. Hmm. The suicide squad. Yeah, crack yeah, suicide the, the squad. Suicide squad, right? Yeah, the crack okay, suicide. The crack, yeah. yeah, yeah, the crack suicide squad. Um, so their costumes are um basically kind of ninja costumes or samurai costumes. Yeah, yeah they are, aren't they? Yeah, except um. Okay, so Eric Idle plays the lead, and on all of their hats are Stars of David with little wings coming off them, which make them a Star of David swastika hybrid. Whoa. And and there's a scene where they talk, where they visit Brian and talk at length about purifying the Holy Land of all non-Jewish people. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 
that is available on the YouTube uh, cutscene <laughs> reel. Wow. The wow. I'm glad they shaved no political that. commentary, oh. but wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Man. Well, especially huh. after a movie that's fairly reverent towards the Jewish people. I mean, they're the yeah. butt of some jokes, but it's about them. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh yeah, uh, that that's that's uh, basically it for the uh, cut sequences. Um, they uh, were mostly cut for time and for just the flow of the narrative. Although the the uh, sequence with the <laughs> the cleansing of the Holy Land was uh, apparently cut because of the subject matter. <laughs> they thought it was just Good. too much, oh. even for them. Yeah. Um, so this movie, uh, was Siskel and Ebert did not exist in 1979, but Roger Ebert existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gene Siskel. <laughs> and, yeah, we're still in the ether. Right. Um, and, uh, Gene he, Siskel had yet to be hatched. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> out of his thumb. <laughs> out of Roger Ebert's thumb. Um, but, uh. Roger Ebert wrote, uh, Christ might have enjoyed Monty Python's Life of Brian because he had a sense of humor. That, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This movie has 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's generally considered a comedy classic, so uh, there's not much more to say about all of that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, all that said, um, you guys want to jump into this movie? Yeah. yeah. I got it going right now. All right. This is. Yeah, man. There are people waiting to be crucified out here. (laughs) Uh, So this is Monty Python's The Life of Brian. We open on three wise men following a star. They arrive in a manger. They pay homage to an infant only to discover they're in the wrong place. This is Brian. Jesus is next door. <laughs> um, so that's great. There was somebody, you know, there were other people being born in mangers. Yeah. Yeah. On that, it? on that night in that place. It was not, as, you know, only Jesus. And this, this began my love affair with Terry Jones's depiction of British, <laughs> of a, a British woman. Yeah. Yeah. Sealed the deal. Yeah. <laughs> Just like from so, the very beginning. It's so bizarre. Yes. Her name is Mandy or something like that. <laughs> Her name is Mandy. That's right. <laughs> like uh, Mandy. Like Patekin. <laughs> she's, she's Cohen, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, because yeah. when the centurion comes Man, in later, Mandy he says, Cohen. he says, oh, he says, right. hello, Mrs. Cohen. <laughs> yeah. He's Brian Cohen. Brian Cohen. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's the whole bit about, um, uh, about the myrrh. Frankincense and myrrh. Thank you for the gold Whatever. and the frankincense. Don't worry so much about the myrrh next time. <laughs> yeah, next time. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a balm. A balm? 
They'll bring it in here. It'll bite him. Yeah. It's a, it's a, <laughs> she thinks it's a dangerous animal. sort of animal, right? Says, yeah. Or did I dream it? Did I dream yes, that it? became a part of our personal lexicon after that. Or did I dream yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. That, um, <laughs> so the what is it? The physicality of him taking the myrrh and pushing him pushing her in down. the face. Yes. Boom. Just face plants. <laughs> immediately. So good. Oh, yeah. so good. Uh, I love that she asks about Capricorn and the qualities yeah, yeah. of a Capricorn. Says, well, Are they all of, like that? He's king of the Jews. Oh, so the, the savior. So that's Capricorn, Capricorn isn't it? Yeah. No, it's just him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, just I was, him. I was going to say, otherwise there'd be a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fantastic. And so, yeah, it's not. And they realize because there's, um, they go outside. There's a, a, a shaft of light shining upon the manger. Yeah, that they're looking for. for yeah. They come back the in Eastern Star. and push her down and just take the gifts back. <laughs> and uh, then, then, and like a trumpet. Yes, an epic credit sequence. Brian, the- yeah, I used to wake up to this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I That's bet. Carol Cleveland. Like, right? Yeah, That's you Carol have, Cleveland. You have the best theme song, Brian. Like of yeah, you really anyway. do. It, yeah, yeah. It's way better than Josh is a dick by Journey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian, how old were you when your face became spotty? Oh God, probably about <laughs> the time that I saw this movie. Things started to grow on young Brian, and so and so. What was it? Have one at the wrist. Have one um, off the wrist. Yeah. One have off one the off wrist. the wrist. Yeah. Want to see girls. And, want to see girls. And go, okay, yeah. And go, go out, out and, and get, get pissed. pissed. Go yeah. out and get, get pissed. pissed. Yeah. How okay, did they so manage to make? Go ahead. Alex. When I when I first watched this movie, I had no idea what one off the wrist or go out and get when pissed I first, meant yeah. in a, this, in British terms. Same. This was the first time that I had ever like really watched this movie like I watched this movie. And there were so many little details like that that just jumped out at me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that song makes it about like a teenage sex movie, like in a, you know, a beach blanket bingo, you know. But no, it was also like a, of it, a boy. it was very James Bond. It was. Yeah, oh, yeah. very it's James like, Bond. The theme. Yeah. 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 The theme but of, I mean, it, it, yes. it just... It, Played into the mom. All you think of is six. Sex, sex, sex. There's this subtext that he's a young man. He's a teenager. Yeah, well, he's I, fucking yeah. thirty three. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. Okay, so okay, so so many of these these biblical epics. <laughs> so many of these biblical epics would have these big songs about like Jesus yes. or Moses, and he came and he did this. Yeah. this is a song yeah. about what Brian did, and all he did was be a regular <laughs> guy. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. They, they threw that fry from uh, Futurama, basically. Mm. Yeah. yeah. There's certainly no no girl named Brian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> His voice so, got not a girl mind. named Brian. But that's as epic as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't. Yeah, that's great. Uh, um, we come back in after the credit sequence in 32 A.D. Saturday afternoon, about tea time. Brian, yes, about <laughs> tea time. time. Yes, so, so that's around five p.m. Yeah, so British. Yeah, so British. Um, Brian and his mother are listening to Jesus preach. It's the Sermon on the Mount. I have an actor's. I have an actor's note here. Yes, uh, Jesus was played by Kenneth Colley. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenneth Colley has 151 acting credits on IMDb. Um, in 77, he was in Jabberwocky, the first fanatic. Uh-huh. I don't know. I haven't seen Jabberwocky in a really long time. Yeah. Uh-huh. However, okay. In 1980, he was Admiral Piet in The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, oh Piet. What? Jesus. In this movie was the admiral that survives. Oh, wow. the Empire Strikes Back. He yeah. comes, yeah, he comes, comes back in Return of the Jedi, <laughs> 1983. Admiral Priet. He was all shit. It is a trap. <laughs> Doesn't he get a rank advancement at some point in the movie? Wasn't it Piet who got the? Yeah, uh, he's the one that goes like he rose admiral. up. Admiral. He rose up through yeah. the ranks. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. I think he started off as a captain. And then he ended mm-hmm. up as being admiral. Yeah. So well, fucking and cool, then, maybe. No, uh, well, once you're Jesus, so where are you going to go from there? We're going to keep referencing this. <laughs> Jesus does outrank it's, admiral. It's, yeah, we are, because it was um, very great. They, they make the point that, like, uh, why are you offended by Jesus? The one time that you see Jesus, he is delivering the Sermon on the Mount, and we have this fantastic actor. Right. Admiral fucking P. They didn't hilarious. change a word. They yeah. didn't change a single word. No. In the sermon. You open on Jesus and then you cut to speak up, which yes. I just thought I was like, Perfect. fuck, man. The Framing it like that is back. so great. Well, I and, never caught yes. that. And it starts, it's about the people in the back. Right. Yeah. And they're just immediately misunderstanding him. Yeah. Like, well, like that's another Greek. Which Greek? How much does he get? That's like, what it oh, feels like. Oh, it's the meek. Yeah. That's nice. They have a hell of a time. <laughs> yeah, it's about time they got some. It's about time they got something. Oh, and fuck. of course, the most, the best line that we all used to say to each other in high school. Big nose. Well, of course, big nose. But blessed, <laughs> yeah, Alpha, blessed are the cheesemakers. Blessed are the cheesemakers. <laughs> I, I think it's all dairy. Yeah, it's not to be, so meant, to be taken literally. Cheesemakers. <laughs> it's meant to be right, right. about any manufacturer of dairy products. Exactly. No, meant to be taken literally. It refers to, and I'm looking at that guy. He's got his elbow resting on a little child, you know, <laughs> like oh, a, a new no, this, this movie is so dense. Um, so, I mean, I used to always watch it on VHS, as I'm sure most of us yeah. did um, yeah. for a long time I, until I saw it. Recently, um, on a DVD and Netflix, I hadn't realized how many gags are going on in the frame just all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Watching it multiple times on like a big TV was weird for me because I was like, wow, I always watch it on like a laptop, I guess, or mm-hmm. something or like a normal TV throughout my childhood. Mm-hmm. There's lots of shit happening in every single frame. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so, yes, uh, a fight breaks out and Brian and his mom decide to go to the stoning instead. Um, <laughs> the stoning. The stoning. Which is really so just. So, again, two things, two things that happened often a lot at that time. You know, the, the mount was a place where people would go to hear some dude talk <laughs> and stonings. Yeah. Yes. Well, Perfect. and they, they talked about it again. Fucking this documentary a messianic fever was like sweeping the region everybody was like going out to see who the new messiah was right yeah well because yeah you're you're oppressed by the romans 
you've got these sort of tribal like little situations happening everywhere. You're looking for a leader. Well, and yeah. and, and that's looking that's for a charismatic nutty leader. They address that almost um, explicitly with the uh, guys preaching on the street that Brian. Uh, yeah breaks yeah. into the one guy's in the moment where he becomes Brian the fucking for why the leader of his clan yeah. Yeah. yeah so there's the bit with the uh um selling Brian's mom a beard because the women can't go to oh, start really? oh yeah. well she had the beard she was already wearing the beard um, oh that's right they were selling stones she 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 bought the um, stones Give the me beard, the, the beard three scene pointy with, ones in a bag of gravel <laughs> pack, can one. I get a packet of gravel Dude, too mom yeah Two pointy ones, two flat ones, and a packet of gravel. <laughs> two packets of gravel. What does he say? Ooh, it's going to be a good one. It's a local boy. <laughs> yeah, a local yes. boy. And he is, <laughs> he is Matthias, son of Deuteronomy <laughs> of Gap. Then, okay, yeah. Then there's the actual that stone you see where John Cleese is just having a tour de force. <laughs> no one so, is to stone anyone, and I want to make this perfectly clear. Until I there were a council of rabbis so, um, in Brooklyn that that uh, protested the film, and it was because that apparently that's a real Hasidic like headdress, the headdress, and yeah. they didn't Ooh. know that. You know, they the costumers, it was just yeah. costume. Yeah. But he looks hilarious. It's so big. Well, and this was the first scene that they made that they filmed for the movie. Yeah, this, this is, is the, first, the first like yeah. thing on set. No one is to stone anyone until I blow this whistle. Not even, and I want to make okay. this perfectly clear. Even if they do say Jehovah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, uh, the, the women. women. The okay, oh, I yes. love the fact. I love the fact that the there were men pretending to be women, women. pretending to be men. Be men. Yes, yes. So, I think I'm doing. Uh, are there any Kirk women? Idol and and Michael Palin were in the crowd playing yeah. portraying women pretending to be yeah. men are there any yeah, women in today no 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 no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and the guy getting stoned he was just awesome <laughs> listen yeah. Oh, yeah. i'd had a lovely dinner and all i said to my wife was that bit of halibut was good enough for jehovah Oh shit! Oh, you're making it worse. Yeah. How can it be any worse? How can it be worse? Jehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah. Yeah, he was a British comedian. I'm pretty sure. But, um, yeah, so. And that that actor came back. He was uh, the guy <laughs> in the hiding. Oh, them. Yes. Yeah, my the ears are knobbed. My hair is weak. House. <laughs> when we get no. Yeah, exactly. he's the one yeah. junk that they the, the says. I'll, I'll see you again. You weirdo. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? Oh, weird. Crucifixion. Weird. Is it, crucifixion's a doddle. <laughs> we're not there yet. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, so. Um, we, yeah. So, so, we're, so women were definitely stoned at that time. Well, so I mean. They just weren't allowed to go watch stonings. This whole, the, this whole, the, the, the women wearing beards, throwing stones. There's not a lot of men there. It, huh. Immediately before that, you see a woman carrying a fucking donkey. Yeah, that's yeah, she's, not, like, not, not she's well busting her ass like the donkey's not well. I can't. I don't have time to go to a stoning. Yeah, well, and she's, she's like, like, no, is this like a weird well class again. commentary about yeah. women? I'm I'm still slightly too. confused like, by that bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there was a lot happening. Well, and they did so much fucking research. <laughs> it sounds like they just like dove into the the era. Yeah, do, yeah, it was so weird. God oh, damn. Yeah. So okay. yeah, they tried to depict what life in Judea would be like. Yeah, oh, they really oh, did. <laughs> like they tried to be 
they tried to be um, era specific as much as they could for a Monty Python movie. Just the fact that they're walking from somebody preaching on a rock to a yeah. fucking stoning in town. Like that sounds like some shit that I'd be doing in an afternoon if I grew yeah. up in a career. Society. Why not? Yeah. Like yeah. you said, it's a local boy. Oh, I wanted to say uh, we see uh, the, the cured um, leper. Yes, that's the, the next scene. The ex lepers. The next yeah. scene. Oh, yeah, that's that's on their way. That's on their way out. I thought that was on the way to the uh, to the. Woman. No, no, Is that's that after, after that? the stoning oh, that, that on the way story. back home. Okay, I won't. I won't jump ahead. Sorry. No, it's literally the next so, scene. Go ahead. We're right there. He says, "There's no pleasing some people," and that's what Jesus said. <laughs> yeah, that's just that what Jesus said. Possibly yeah. the that line blew my mind in this entire movie. Yeah, this yeah. time around, I like I had to the... rewind it and watch that scene like three or four times just to be like, "Wow, fuck!" Well, they yeah. wrote that as a joke. What Jesus said in this movie. That's what Jesus said. That's what Jesus said. Because he took away his livelihood. But then he he wouldn't want it. Brian's like, well, then go have him make you a leper again. He's like, no, no, no. That's a pain in the ass. Like, maybe make me lame. Maybe, yeah. One leg on a Wednesday. And I love the way I I love the way Palin is constantly hopping and twirling around him the whole time. And like, but, it, but his, his upper body is rigid, like river dance the whole time. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. Like and if you're an ex-leper, you, you kind of don't know what to do with yourself, with your body. That's true. But, yeah, that's oh my God. but you also just want to jump around. Right. Cause you're not <laughs> oh. risking having things fall off. Yeah. So layered. So layered. <laughs> Um, why so, else would he be jumping that's a great that, that no makes it's it true it, does. it was funny anyway but yeah <laughs> so they arrive yeah, home. you would be exuberant you would yeah um they arrive home there's a roman waiting there <laughs> <I'm> still unclear <laughs> on what exactly was going down but there was something going down was with it Brian's unclear mom. I, it seemed I don't pretty think clear. It was unclear yeah. i think yeah, yeah. mandy turns trick yeah mandy i actually didn't notice until this viewing that uh after after mandy talks to her son uh that and he goes away that the Roman stands up and she gets on her knees. <laughs> yeah. I think, so yeah. Like, what, was the, what was the line? Uh, well, it was just like, that, how, she, and how are we today? Something oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, very matter of fact, because it's yeah. Terry Jones. Right. <laughs> well, I, th- I, think, I think when I used to watch this as a teenager, I thought she was going to shine his shoes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just like yeah. Stuart. Oh, wash yeah, his feet. That was a, a common yeah. thing oh. back then. The, the washing yeah. of feet, but okay. So, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. nudge. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's yeah, so, so funny now? that because she's constantly complaining about Brian thinking about sex, right? Yeah. Uh, well, and she, he has a punchline in this scene that is just so effed up and so hilarious at the same time. But the punchline is like, well, at first, oh, yeah, you were raped. Oh, yeah. Well, at first, you were raped. oh, <laughs> well, that's right. And like, well, at first, <laughs> yeah, and so uh, terrible. He offered to take me to Rome as much gold as I could eat. Yeah, just randomly eat ass's milk. Ass's milk. Then, boom, like a rat out of an aqueduct. 
just gone. Love him and leave him. Oh, I, I can't. Uh-huh. Um, so, but the point of this scene is that uh, she tells Brian that his father was a Roman. Yeah. And he says, I'm kosher, mom. <laughs> I'm a Red Sea pedestrian. I'm proud of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he leaves. And, and this he- is what fuels him finding these, you know, sort of fringe of society organizations and people. Yes. Yes. Uh, this is just like a teenager, almost like Mr. Skywalker when he found out his dad was Vader. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very Luke Skywalker. That's it that's is. an interesting. Uh, I'd be interested to look at this in the uh, hero's tale journey. Is oldest yeah, time. I'd be interested to look at this in the aspect of a, the hero's journey. I bet it it adheres pretty closely. It does. Yeah, yeah if you think about it, yeah. yeah. called Call action. action. Yeah, and uh, the other and the rest. Yeah. the other two or three. <laughs> Here on There's the resolution. We Fonzie get the yeah, dream. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Brian goes to his job selling snacks at the Coliseum fights. Um, <laughs> Locks, <laughs> tongues, rins, livers, chaffish brains, jaguars, lobes, wolf, wolf nipple, nipple chips. chips. Wolf nipple chips. Wolf nipple chips. Uh, nipple chips wolf nipple just, chips so they cut off the nipples of the wolf and fry them <laughs> so that they're crispy yeah. well yeah of course I mean, so it's a coliseum where there's you know like a, a gladiator and then somebody trying to just fend for them their life yeah did you guys ever check out what the announcer <laughs> says he says i um, did I, the the gladiators or the the contestants yeah. Go yeah, ahead. The Frank Goliath, the Macedonian baby crusher, versus uh-huh. Boris Meinberg, <laughs> a Jewish guy. <laughs> That's so, again, more commentary and just hilarious. Like, that was the, the Macedonian yeah, baby brilliant. crusher. <laughs> right, and you swing in a mace. <laughs> and then it's just this guy, oh, yeah. Boris Meinberg. Well, and he drops, Frank. He drops his weapons Frank. and just starts running. And then the guys, the Macedonian baby <laughs> yeah. Curtis says, oh, think I'm having a cardiac arrest. Yeah. Which he knew the term for. Yes, exactly. He wasn't the vapors caused by the gods. I just, <laughs> just love that it wasn't, it, it wasn't just Goliath. It was Frank Goliath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's his Goliath last name. Goliath was his last name. Yeah, uh, it's definitely a surname. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, he uh, hooks up here with a political group that opposes the Roman called the People's Front of Judea. And here's where we meet Reg and Loretta and Judith. Well, Stan. Stan. And He's Stan. Stan. Yeah. Now, Loretta. No, yeah. Stan at this point. Yes, yeah, Stan. Um, yeah. Um, we with this you... moment, which is kind of interesting, all with it. Uh, what yeah. is it? Say it again, Brian. Sorry. They they all rolled with Stan saying, yes. "I want to, I want to be Loretta." Yeah. Right. They go like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why do you want to do that? Yeah. They were yeah. even, they were, even like, Reggie's right, annoyed, sure. but he's not arguing the premise of what yeah. Stan said. They were, yeah. They were confused and annoyed, After but they were <laughs> okay with it. They were like, "All right, yeah, that's what you're yeah. you're Loretta now." And they kept like apologizing, like, eh, "Women for you," I'd be like, and Loretta would be like, "What?" Like, "Oh, oh, sorry, Loretta." <laughs> Well, and Reg is like, why are you always on about women? You're putting us off. <laughs> just talking about women. Yeah. You can't, yeah. you can't have babies. Don't you oppress me. <laughs> oppress me. <laughs> I'm not oppressing you, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Dan. You you haven't even got a womb. What's the fetus yeah. going to gestate? You're going to keep it in a box. What's the point of fighting for his? What's it? What's the point of fighting for his struggle to have babies when he can't have babies? It's symbolic <laughs> of his struggle against oppression. It's such a fucking like nuance. Like they're just pulling this whole thing apart. Like not yeah, to say that they're having like a like a really rich conversation about it at all. It's a joke, but it's just no, so interesting that that, yeah. that made it into the movie. Well, it's incredibly forward thinking. Well, and yeah. it, it's incredibly funny and there's so much going on in this conversation, both politically as far as um what it says about political groups in general and their goals and also what right the forwardness of like the openness towards what would later become trans rights. Yeah. Right. But at first arguing it, but yeah, it, cause there's sort of a people, you know, a daily worker people's, uh, communist sort of like vibe. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Right. And, and we still see that, you know, the yeah. socialist Democrats and, you right. know, and, and then all of them arguing and, with each other. And, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Bernie, Very interesting. The Bernie bros the hate the, yeah. the Liz yeah. Warren people. And yeah. Yeah. But I love even Raj. He's annoyed, but he accepts it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, all right, fine. Yeah. Well, and Raj is the symbolic. Leader. Yeah, yeah, not Rod. My bad. Yeah, Rich. he's he's very pragmatic. We we learn later on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Well, uh, okay. So <laughs> yes, uh, certainly. <laughs> the, uh, this is where we get splitters, right? This is where the term yeah. splitters comes up because exactly. the People's Front yeah. of Judea and the Judea Judean People's Front and the and popular, so the popular People's Front, the popular People's Front. Uh, this. This is my favorite delivery of the phrase fuck off of all time. <laughs> yeah. Because um, it's like, are you the Judean People's Front? Fuck off. Fuck off. It's immediate. Front of Judea. It's immediate and it's guttural. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. It's, it's so yeah, the, good. It, the only can, people we hate more than the Romans is the Judean people's the front. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Well, then, fucking and, wankers. and then at the end, they're like, so whatever happened to the popular front? He's over there. He's, just he's the over one there. guy. Splitter. Yeah. So, yeah. So accurate. Political movements. Yeah. They hate each other Grass more than roots, they hate what they're all fighting against. Right. Uh, 2020. Um, so, uh, <laughs> to prove himself, he's given the task of painting the slogan, Romans go home in Latin in the public square. Um, Beautiful. Jude's, uh, um, uh, Is Jude taking Latin? Jude had to take Latin last year. And okay. his, wow. his, uh, his Latin teacher. It's charter school. Yeah. His Latin teacher. Yeah. 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 No joke. Yeah, his um, Latin teacher showed him a uh, censored version of this scene um, in Hmm. class. (laughs) All right, yeah. You showed Jude the scene, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I showed him the whole whole scene with with the curse words left in. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This movie's fine. Uh, Yeah, so we get like five minutes of Latin grammar here by John Cleese, who I am fairly certain actually knows Latin. It was a rich like grammar lesson and and really like a logical fucking mess, which was so funny. Well, and how how Romans took 
things. You know, sort yeah. of like it was about the empire. You know, yeah, I, don't yeah. even, I don't care about your message, you puny ant. You're going to write it correctly. Yeah. If You're I'm using the language. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no, like, this is another... Using the queen's English or the king's English. Well, and this is another classic Python bit to get completely stuck in a detail that is yeah. actually unimportant to the overall uh, thrust of what the event's happening. Well, mm-hmm. and and the payoff is when we get right back into the action, when the other group of centurions show up and All he's right. like holding the fucking paint, like, oh shit. Like, yeah, it, you couldn't, that these jokes just are so fucking well written. Yeah, yeah, they're exactly. not even. Yeah, and, blocked, and it illustrates you know? that Rome was the bureaucracy. Well, and and the mm-hmm. joke, which they they follow up on, obviously. This but, mo- yeah, this movie that's all they care about. The, the 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 actual narrative of this film is so well put together because they use the jokes to um as forward momentum for the plot of the film. Yeah, yeah, because they were all and sketches. He, yeah, and each one of them moves from one thing to another. They're not repeating the same beats, which is the fucking wildest thing to me. Right. Yeah. 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 Each sketch is a different joke. That's true. Yeah. So the centurion makes him write as punishment. <laughs> the slogan Romans go home in Latin a hundred times or he'll cut his <laughs> balls off. He finishes as light dawns. <laughs> this is my favorite uh, uh, reading of don't do it again. again. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Um, and then those Romans. And that's teenage punishment. Yeah. Right there. You know, that's like Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson. Simpson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now don't do it again. Like, that's what it amounts to. That's the authority. <laughs> really. Um, so uh, he finishes his light dawns. Those Roman soldiers leave. Another group of Roman soldiers happens upon him and they give chase. He uh, finally loses them with the help of Judith. So uh, they chase him. Judith grabs him. So uh, and that's when they go and they uh, meet with the uh, PFJ who is plotting the kidnapping of Pontius Pilate's wife. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to ransom her or hold her hostage. Yeah. And ransom her off. Oh, that was another scene that was cut. That was another cut scene where they actually get into uh, the wife's bedroom and she's Graham Chapman with gigantic fake boobs who just Weird. who just runs roughshod over them all and tackles them football style or rugby style, I guess. Um, and it's like a five minute sequence of them chasing her around the palace, getting um, tackled and mowed down. So they want to chop her up, though. They're going to yeah. do it all good fellas style. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, they're serious about that. Um, so, uh, that's when we get the whole, what have the Romans ever done for us sequence? Brilliance. Brilliance. Yeah. That there's a reason I, I opened the, uh, the episode with that. It is just brilliant because, um, does anybody want to jump in? Yeah. Yeah. Cause they start off with, uh, like Reg says, what have the Romans ever done for us? What have they ever done for us? Yeah. Well, the aqueduct. <laughs> I think that's the first thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he, he had to think about that one a little. Yeah, this was a sanitation. Oh, you remember what the city used to be like, Reg? 
<laughs> and the roads and he's like the roads go without, without saying, saying. If that yeah. was you know you're yeah. not even supposed to bring that up the great and the great is protection so security yeah. so the very oppressors <laughs> they're talking about and they may and uh, francis who's michael palin makes the joke of like who else could keep order in a place like this? And they're all, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're a criminal terrorist organization. And they're like, and let's the face it. And the wine. Yeah, yeah the, the wine, wine was my favorite we, like, thing. We'd all like, miss that. The wine, man. Jeez, yeah. Yeah. And then then when they when he does the whole thing and he says, well, apart from the sanitation, the medicine, education, wine, public order, irrigation, roads, a fresh water system, and public health, what have the Romans ever done for us? And someone answers, For peace. Oh, peace. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. That's a bridge too far. Yes. Uh, and also, there's another joke at the end of this that I know we all used again a lot in our jargon, but um, there isn't one of us who wouldn't gladly die for the cause. Uh, well, one. Well, there is one. <laughs> all right. Such, such a great joke. But otherwise, oh, right. one. otherwise was solid. <laughs> that guy comes to meetings. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they're all okay with him not being willing to die. Yeah, dude. He's just out on front street. He's the first honest dude in history. Uh, so Brian and Judith arrive. Judith tells them about the graffiti. Reg is impressed and they accept Brian as one of them. They do like the, the, the like a uh, salute with a fist on the side of the head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, Punching themselves. Which is, Hot. as far as I'm concerned, that should be the official corn week salute. <laughs> yeah. Thumb down. Yeah. All right. Oh, for Nothing those at home, it's corn a week fist. Makes sense. So why not? Yeah, right. For those at home, it's a fist up to the side of your face. Yes. Yeah. If you want to do the corn week salute. <laughs> well, you, well, you step right in and then you turn around. And that's what it's all about. The corn dance. <laughs> so, uh, so they go into the sewers, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He joins them in their raid to kidnap Pilate's wife. Um, they break into the palace, and that's called the that's called the uh, Caesar Augustus Memorial Sewage System. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Sewer system. <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. Um, so uh, they uh, break into the palace, but end up getting into a fight with the. And Reg doesn't go because he has a bad back. <laughs> That's yep. right. Oh, yeah. On account he just says solidarity, 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 brother. brother. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, solidarity, Reg. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So they end up getting into a fight with the Judean people. Or no, is it? It's the popular front. Yeah. yeah. Um, who is also there to kidnap Pilate's wife. Brian. And they thought of it. First. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, both groups believe they thought of it first. Um Brian right. ends up being the only survivor, and he's captured by the Romans who throw him in the dungeon. And th then in the dungeon, he gets the upside or well, he's not upside down at that point. But the guy no, that's he got turned up, right round yeah. yesterday. Yeah, they, they only turned me right side up yesterday. Yesterday, the comedy is in that <laughs> one day. <laughs> oh, and man. there's one thing I've learned: if you, <laughs> you'll never get a fair day, at a fair day's 
Mark. You lucky bastard. What I would have <laughs> gave to be spat in the face. Yeah. Oh, what weird, what like, comparing suffering while bootlicking things. Like, yes. and he says, it's such a weird joke to make, but <laughs> God damn it. He's like, you lucky bouncy bastard. <laughs> Manacles. Well, the, game. the way the word manacles drips off his lips. <laughs> manacles. He's been upside down for four years and 364. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So, um, yeah. And then the Roman tells him to shut up and he's just like, oh, yes, the Roman's terrific. <laughs> terrific people, the Romans. Terrific. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's oh, there's something so dark uh, about how about breaking someone like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stockholm syndrome to a whole other level. Uh, <laughs> so, um, at this point, Brian is taken before Pilate, where, <laughs> where um, he reveals he's part Roman, and then Pilate. <laughs> Discusses his friend, Biggest Dickus. <laughs> yeah. Wait till Biggest Dickus hears of this. At the end of the day, it's just a speech impediment joke, but it's yeah. the best one in all of history. Mm. Of all of history. Absolutely. And it could be. Well, it could be really insensitive, but it doesn't play that way because he is the person no. in power. Well, and he's which such makes an idiot. All the difference. Yes. Yeah. Well, and the fact that Biggest Dickus shows up yes. later on in the movie oh, well, is that's my favorite fucking yeah. detail. It's such like a, it reminded me of Blazing Saddles where you're like, oh, we're following this plot line all the way through to the end. Why would Violet okay. lie? Yeah. He's like, of course. I know a, a guy named Biggest Dickus. He has a that's wife, a you name. know. Do you know what her name is? It's Incontinentia. Incontinentia Buttocks. Incontinentia Buttocks. <laughs> But the centurions who are trying not to laugh. Yeah. And and John Cleese not understanding what Pilate's saying. <laughs> like, throw him to the floor. Uh, yes, about six, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Very good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that cod. Well, so though, we? Well, and the one centurion starts laughing and he's like, take him away, centurion. He's like, oh, no, sir, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll have to be killed. Yeah, throw him to the floor. Very rough uh, way. Very rough way. Um, so Brian just basically runs away because everyone's busy laughing. Yeah, can be. It's a great scene. It it's is a great scene. It is, and again, the joke propels the plot because they are laughing at this absurd thing that's happening. Brian can just run away. Um, he's yeah. chased. Um, and then this is the point where he is briefly, briefly waylaid by an alien spacecraft. Um, that feels like, that feels like Terry Gilliam. Oh yeah. yeah. So, Did it ever come up? I don't think it came up in the documentary. Um, it, yeah, it's probably very Terry, Terry Gilliam, but he, so he runs to the top of the tower and he falls off the top of the tower, presumably to his death. Uh, yeah. If not for the alien spacecraft yeah. that well, catches And them. it is literally Terry Gilliam at this point because the spacecraft, when we see the outside of the spacecraft, is, is animated by Terry Gilliam. Yes. Yeah. Right, right. 
So, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> the spacecraft eventually crashes. <laughs> Ryan gets out on after it. After it has like a fight with with other aliens out in space. Yeah, and there's like the yeah there oh, yeah. there's a whole arc that this alien spacecraft yeah. goes on. Like a, there's a thirty second space scene where yeah this spacecraft just happens to fly through Jerusalem, mm-hmm. pick up Brian, um, go and try to attack some other aliens or those or they got attacked and then they crash back in the same spot yes and, he, and yeah. he, you you and lucky, a, lucky bastard yes <laughs> a callback yes um yeah so he gets out the chase continues <laughs> that there was yeah. there was no reason for any of that um except to save his life from falling off the tower yes yeah. yes. Oh, right. yes all right very That's necessary all. um He's uh, and and then at this point he runs into a uh, um, an outside market and haggles for a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to haggle? Well, this is where <laughs> this is where the different want to haggle. The prophets. They start off yes, the scene, right? Yes, we see the prophets first. Yeah, yeah, and the Lord, there will be a great rubbing of parts. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what the hell? Let's see. Um, <laughs> all right, never mind. So, oh, right here. Okay. Um, so this one is Terry Gilliam, and he's got like mud and stuff painted all over him. Yeah. After the bazan shall be huge and black, and the eyes thereof red with the blood of living creatures and the horror of Babylon. <laughs> shall ride forth on a three-headed serpent, and throughout the lands there'll be a great rubbing of parts. <laughs> and Who wants the, to do the next one? And, the, <laughs> and there shall be a nine-headed serpent. Not three, not five, but nine. <laughs> and then Obadiah, yes. his servants... There shall be in that time, he rumors, of things going astray. Things there shall be a great confusion. Yeah, so on, so on. Yeah. This is the best, and though. The, and, the, <laughs> and he will not, and a friend shall lose a friend's hammer, and he shall not know where he put those things that he left there just the night before, around just eight o'clock. Before. With sort of a raffia work base. And an attachment. And an attachment. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, okay, and then Brian haggles. <laughs> For the beard, yes, famous scene, very famous scene. Um, yeah, and then he throws in the gourd, and he throws in, and he says, "No, no, no, that's nine for the gourd. Nine for this gourd. It's worth ten if it's worth a shekel." You just gave it to me. Yes, but it's worth ten. Oh dear. I love Eric Idols. Oh dear. Um so um yeah, uh then eventually he ends up back at the hideout for the PFJ and everyone there has to hide badly. No, very well. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out very well, yeah. It they, did, yes. Because the Romans were not found. The Romans arrive, the entire Legion goes inside. Um but <laughs> And all they find, well, oh no, first they don't find anyone. This is the point where Reg and the old man have the, 
the discussion it's about the crucifixion. same old man from the stoning. Yeah, yeah. they have the discussion about crucifixion. Ronnie. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what the you know what the uh, punishment is for hiding a uh, known felon? Crucifixion. Oh, oh. could be worse. Uh, what, what do you mean? Uh? Uh, at least it gets you out in the open air. <laughs> you could be stabbed. Stab takes a minute. Yeah, Christopher. at least he could tell in the open air. Yeah. Yeah. And then, what does he leave the scene on? Cleese says, uh, "Weirdo." Yo. Oh no, he says, "Yo, yo weird." weird. <laughs> yeah, that's so straightforward. Just like freaked out by this guy. Um, I use that to this day in the the John Cleese voice. Yo, yo weird. Yeah. So he leaves. Um, they come back. <laughs> There's just one place we didn't look. And they all go back inside. Well, and this entire time, Brian is hiding on a window ledge outside. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and they they are all hiding, like, with their butts sitting out of baskets and, like, well, yeah, underneath and, the table with their legs hanging out on the floor. Yeah, they're, like, behind <laughs> curtains like a four-year-old would hide, just holding the yeah, curtain in front of their yeah, face. Right. Um, and then... Uh, Showing yeah. the ineptitude of the Roman guard. Yeah, and so they come back in. They're looking again. And they take up the crucifixion conversation again. He says, "Have you ever seen a crucifixion?" So he says, "Crucifixions in Doddle." <laughs> yeah, he's reinforced. And then the the Roman guard comes out. It's like we found the spoon. Yeah, <laughs> good work, Captain. Good work. <laughs> yeah, and they leave. Um, yeah, and they um they go back inside, and Reg uh yells at Brian for leading the uh, Romans to him, um, and then they knock again. And the old man says, "You haven't given us time to hide." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Brian goes back out, and the ledge crashes, and he falls down on the third prophet guy. Yeah, and uh decides to hide from the Romans in plain sight by pretending to proselytize before the crowd. Um, he says, yeah, he just sort of improvs uh, a sermon. Yeah. He says, uh, consider the lilies. Consider the lilies. Consider <laughs> the birds. Oh, he's having to go with the birds now. Yes. <laughs> uh, <I> would, <laughs> don't have jobs. Yeah. And, and you know, it it's originally Christ's statement from um what is it, Mark or Matthew? Can't Matthew. Yeah. So he's ripping these uh lines of Jesus's <laughs> like maybe Jesus didn't get to say them because Brian did, or maybe that's where he heard him. Right. Well, yeah, and the people in the crowd are not having it at all. <laughs> no, they're not picking up on what he means. What's up with this guy? He says the birds are no. scrounging. <laughs> Until, until he doesn't finish his sentence. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He leaves them hanging. Says, <laughs> and unto them, wait, and to them only shall be, shall what? be. Hmm? Oh, nothing. <laughs> then he leaves. And, and he walks away. Yes. Um, <laughs> at that point, they start mobbing him. And walking with him and asking what he was going to say. And he insists he was saying nothing. But they don't. Well, and he'd already him. given the gourd to the guy. 
who was like sitting there next to him, right? Yeah. He just hands him the <laughs> yeah, gourd. That's right. He's like, that's yeah. a nice gold. Yeah, you can and have then it. And he's like, why? What's wrong with it? <laughs> he says, I'll give you three shekels for it. He says, you can have it. Yeah. He says, you can have he it. He keeps haggling up yeah. the dude. Yeah. Fine, yeah. full yeah, shekels. He ends, up sh- he ends up shouting to the sky, 18. <laughs> he goes up to 18 uh, shekels. After Brian has already left, he's, he shouts up to the sky, 18. That is <laughs> way more shekels than that gourd is worth. Agreed. <laughs> um, so he... That's, uh, that's uh, 17 shekels and half a denarii more than that gourd is worth. <laughs> yeah. I would say. Wow, well, yeah. <laughs> You did say. I did say. <laughs> so at this, at this point, the crowd follows him. He runs away out of the city. And we get the whole uh, sandal versus shoe versus gourd um, debate. Right. They're trying to interpret his actions. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, to, it's to tell us not to think of things of the feet, but of the head and the body. We must cast off our shoes. No, no, no. We must gather shoes together. (laughs) And the guy gets down on his hands and knees and starts trying to take other people's shoes. Yeah. Uh, And they eventually all leave and the one guy's left. (laughs) He says, let us have a moment, brothers and sisters. Oh, Lord. And he looks around and no one's there. And he just wanders off whistling to himself. So, um, because that's that's exactly what I do when I start talking and I look around and nobody's there listening. I just wander off, just trail off, and go somewhere else. Right? Yeah. So, um, well, we all do. Yeah. 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 Um, So they uh, split into the different sects. He's chased into the countryside, where he comes across an old hermit. Who hasn't spoken? It. What is it? Twenty years? Is that what he says? Uh, eighteen. I can't remember. I think he said eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. It was eight. Oh, 18. It was eighteen. Okay, years. He's like, oh, um, blast it! Yeah. Is this a mole man? No, oh. he does live. He does live under the, the ground. ground. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, maybe half a mole man. <laughs> yes, I love. Yeah. My <laughs> the other of, half is Roman. One of my favorite <laughs> <laughs> visual gags in this is that um that's that's Terry Jones with him running towards the um the bush <laughs> with yeah. the big beard and his bare ass as he's running like a little old man. I know. He said they it's taped so that funny. beard to his uh to his willy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. So he was just working all day. He directed this as well. So he was directing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Terry Jones and Terry Gilliam. Um, side note. No. Directed. Um, just the one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Terry Jones and Terry <laughs> Gilliam. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, directed the Holy Grail together. And apparently they fought so much that on this one, they agreed that just Jones should do it. Um, so anyways. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's what I meant. It's like he had the taped beard to his balls and he's directing and he's <laughs> acting and all day long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so uh, the crowd at this point declares him the Messiah. 
Was it, was one of their signs is they got is that he got the hermit to speak, but he was it, he was voluntarily <laughs> not. It was a vow of silence. Yeah, they said, "Lord, we have come to this place. We are very hungry." Said, what about that juniper bush over there? <laughs> it brought forth. It has brought berries. forth juniper berries. Well, of course, of it's course brought forth. It has. It's a juniper bush, and he says, "It's all I bloody have got to eat." <laughs> um. Well, and this is perfect. And um, it gets to the point where he says, I'm not the Messiah. And uh, the woman said, is that, is that a uh, Carol? Uh, um, yeah, probably. Yeah. She's been in a few times. Yeah. She was at the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. yeah she, says, she says, only the true Messiah would deny his divinity. And he says, well, what okay. kind of choice would that give me? Fine. I am the Messiah. he is the messiah um god yeah just the crowds the crowds in this movie are brilliant yeah they're as brilliant as simpson crowds and mobs oh god yes yes which i'm sure you know came from this yeah yeah the angry mob yeah yeah just a weird bickering of the mob too yeah yeah Right. Yeah, they bicker they with even, each other. They, they don't even need a messiah. No. They'll come up love, with it their own. I love the way that the mob continually says the same thing in unison. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. After it's first declared. Yeah. yeah. He is the Messiah. Oh, yeah. A blessing from the Lord. <laughs> is that Lord, I've been affected with a bald patch. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. What are some of the others? Yeah, they're really funny. He said, I was blind and now I can see. I didn't touch him. <laughs> <laughs> and he falls he into the... He still can't see because he falls into the pit. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, so um, the crowd declares him the Messiah and departs to persecute the, hum- the hermit as an unbeliever. And then he is left with uh, Judith there, who apparently picked up the crowd. And uh, we fade out, only to fade up the next morning as he wakes up next to Judith in his bed naked. He opens He's up. He's a man called Brian. Indeed. Um, we open <laughs> the window. We get some full-on Chapman dick, and uh, there's a crowd outside <laughs> his window there to praise him as the we Messiah. To, we got to see his chapstick. <laughs> Well, and I think the nudity paid off because, because realistically, just the just you know male nudity in a movie is still kind of weird, you know, it's, even today. It's, it's weird, and it's, it's inherent, yeah. and it's inherently funny in a way that female nudity just is not. Yeah, yeah. but and I that's and that's why it paid off so well because because it's clear that like he, either he lost his virginity or he hadn't had sex in a long time, and was like he lost opening. His virginity. Yeah, I was pretty sure. Yeah, it was the the losing of the virginity, but opening the windows and just being naked and having a crowd of people is just such a funny, revealing thing. Like, yeah. God, it made the fucking male nudity totally like pay off. Well, yeah, and but the, because even if, he, even if he hadn't had the crowd out there, why would he go to the the window, get some air, and and give the full Monty to? Whoever was out there. Yeah, it is hey, a man, street. It is a public street. 
but, um, no, but it's not New York City. Yeah, he's, true. You know, he, he's a man. He, you know, he wanted the sun on his parts in bits. <laughs> but but the, the, the funny thing is that the crowd was very, very quiet until he got to that <laughs> shit. They weren't saying anything until he opened the window. <laughs> They're they a were fucking hive mind. To wake up. <laughs> well, and then the panicked so, look on his face as he closes the shutters is <laughs> just perfect. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Uh. Then his mom bursts in. She's less than pleased about this, and even less pleased when Judith comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole and thing. I love. I love her line. Leave that Welsh tart alone. <laughs> Welsh, Welsh tart. <laughs> Welsh. <laughs> what? Jerry Terry Jones is Welsh. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. He is. Well, and I just love. So she comes out. She gives uh, Judith comes out. Gives that whole speech, and um, Brian's mom is just uh, dumbstruck for a moment, and finally gets out. Who's that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, still a mom. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so then she addresses Brian's mom addresses the crowd. They uh <laughs> they uh, uh um compliment her and uh she allows Brian to talk to them. And <laughs> she says, Brian, get away from that girl. I don't really want to, Mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. <laughs> That's right. Uh, um, Brian agrees the to talk to them. The crowd pleads with her like they, they plead like teenagers. Yeah. Like, please, can we just we're going to a movie. We're going to go out a little bit later. Yeah. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And mom cock blocking. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. So Brian tells them that they should all think for themselves and they agree in unison. <laughs> Except for the one. Oh, I'm, yeah, so, we're, we're yeah, all, indivi- we're all in- individuals. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. It's probably that same guy. Yeah, totally. Um, um, so yeah, then uh, she takes him away and then the, the crowd and the mom have another minute together. That wasn't a minute. Oh, yes, it was. <laughs> and then Eric Idle asks, uh, if it's not a personal question, are you a virgin? <laughs> How much more personal can it get? <laughs> now, fuck off. Yeah. Um, so Brian goes downstairs. He finds the PFJ is organizing his new ministry. There's a huge crowd there, including the George Harrison cameo. Um, he leaves to find some peace. Uh, this is where they cut out the scene of the, um, neo-Nazi Judean people's front. Um, yeah, good. Good. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Um, Judith comes down, tells him he should lead the PFJ. Um, he realizes she doesn't understand at all and he's arrested by the centurions. Uh, he's taken before Pilate again. And Pilot's friend Biggest Dickus has arrived from Rome. Played by Graham Chapman. But yes. yeah, he's there. He commands a quack Weegian. And in fact, when they, they show him, he's first sort of on a little lounge, whatever those were called, uh, you know. But uh, And yeah. he's got his uh, 
legs to open <laughs> and his Roman skirt <laughs> hiked up. Biggest dickus. Uh, biggest dickus. I'm in my 40s and biggest dickus is still hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he showed up. He went down to Judea. Uh, um, For Passover. Yeah. So Brian is uh, sentenced to crucifixion. And then Pilate and Biggest decide to go and address the crowd. I love how um, John Cleese's centurion is constantly trying to keep them <laughs> from addressing the crowd. Oh, don't you want to just give it yeah. a miss? Uh, uh, just, <laughs> just no. <laughs> well, it was customary for the Romans to release one prison. Oh, he says that in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weiss Waterwick. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so... Uh, then, oh, no, wait, here's a good one from Biggest. Samson, the Sionese, Twengua. <laughs> no more Spencer Twaithy. <laughs> yeah, um, so, Brian... Uh, okay, so, uh, while... Uh, Okay, so meanwhile, this is happening. The PFJ is plotting world domination when Judith arrives to tell them about Brian's arrest. They begin to debate immediately. Um, yeah, so he would have been released if they didn't think he was making a joke because they did. He did say Brian. Yes, you know, release Brian. Well, no, no, I mean, no, no, because because they do order Brian released. Uh, yeah, because he's the the first name that was uh, given that they given. actually had. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. In the in the list of crucifixion, the scroll. Yeah. Well, okay. So yeah, that's Waterwick. He's he's a waba and a wapist and and a pickpocket. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So okay. Yeah. Pilate addresses the crowd. He offers to free one prisoner from crucifixion as a show of Rome's friendship. Um. The crowd can't seem to agree on who to release. Um, but, and so after they make fun of Pilate for a while, Biggest Dickus does take over and he has an entirely different kind of speech impediment. Yeah. Um, then, so meanwhile, Brian's given his cross. Um, so crucifixion, good. One cross to each, line on the left. Uh, and then Mr. Cheeky shows up and he does his little bit. Yeah. like, no, no. They said I could go live on an island. Yeah. And I love Michael Palin's reaction. Like, oh, oh, right. Yes, lovely. Oh, off you go then. <laughs> he just buys it, you yeah. know. Yeah, he's like, no, no. Again, I'm... the bureaucracy of Rome, the bureaucracy of Rome. He's just ticking off, you know. Crucifixion? No. Freedom? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. So pleasantly surprised. He's like, oh, isn't that lovely? Yeah. yeah. And then Erica, like, no, I'm just having y'all and Midas crucifixion, really. <laughs> he could have yeah, just. Free to go. Yeah, he could have just gone. <laughs> uh, Mr. Cheeky. Yes. Yep. And um, then the, the next bit is, uh, again, one of the funniest in the whole movies. There's a Samaritan watching all of the uh, people marching by with their crosses. Right. And he's like, here, let me carry a cross for you. You know, yeah, let me show you your brother. <laughs> he's like, all right. And he runs away. And then away. that guy runs. But then this Samaritan's just like. No, this isn't my cross. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It isn't your cross. <laughs> no, it's yes, it's not my cross. I was holding it for someone. <laughs> the centurion's like, yeah, right. 
Um, Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So Judith arrives at Pilate's address and convinces the crowd to call for Brian's release. Pilate agrees to release Brian and the Centurion set off. Meanwhile, the PFJ finally comes to a decision and they set off too. Outside of town, Brian is tied up to a cross along with a number of characters from the beginning of the movie. Um, We've got um, the husband and wife. Yeah, I was told this uh, would Mr. be Mr. A- and Mr. and Mrs. Gregory. Uh, <laughs> Gregory, yeah, that was popular at the time. I was told that w- this would be a purely Jewish section. I hope there's no more Samaritans. <laughs> yeah, and they discover that it's not been segregated properly, mm-hmm. so that's hilarious. <laughs> Trying to get the centurions that are just there to watch you die. <laughs> To move you all around. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone who doesn't want to be crucified here, raise your hands. <laughs> raise your hand. Um, all right. So good. Oh, that was great. So good. Yeah. Um, so the PFJ arrive. They don't rescue Brian. Instead, they congratulate him on his martyrdom and sing a rousing uh, rendition of For He's a Jolly Good Fellow. And so say all of us. So. <laughs> yeah. well, and they get this really like political speech before they do that. This like really like, and to the citizens of Rome that provide us all of these things, we don't have any like quarrel with <laughs> and talking about like the essential <laughs> right, services right. and stuff. They're like, we only want to fight with like the military. Like, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Accepting really those specific. involved in like agriculture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was just a really funny, like, hedging at the very end. Like, thanks right. for dying. Meanwhile, fuck you. So uh, then the Centurions arrive <laughs> with an order for Brian's release. But before Brian can speak up, another crucifixee <laughs> claims to be Brian and is released instead. So, yeah. Another, fucking yeah that Joker. was Mr. Cheeky. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Cheeky. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, I'm Brian like, of Nazareth. Yeah, I'm Brian. Yeah, I'm Brian. And, but then after they pull him down, he's like, no, no, I'm not Brian. I was just, yeah, just pulling your leg. To, yeah, he's like, and they're just yeah, over it. No, yeah, I was just having you on, mate. Put me back up. <laughs> Put me back up. <laughs> so, he's a man of integrity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He'll make well, a joke, <laughs> but then he'll tell you the truth. Well, and he, he makes a good point. He's like, you know, someone will come pick you up. It's right. it's crucifixion. You're tied to a, you're just tied up here, bro. Somebody will come get you. And you can be up oh here yeah, he said he he said his his own brother like saved him yeah. several Last times. Time. Yeah, usually yeah. my brother comes and saves me. Yeah, um, yeah. when he's yeah. not when he's not uh, what was it? <laughs> when he's not spending twenty minutes looking at tarts or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. If he can get his nose out of the vault for twenty minutes. Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, because even er- early in the movie when they're talking about crucifixion, I can't remember who it is, but it's like, oh, what'd you get? Crucifixion. Oh, first, but first offense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was sentenced. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and that was their, that was their Spartacus moment too. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm Brian. I'm, I'm Brian, Brian and so's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Brian uh, of Nazareth. Yeah. So, um, the Judean people's front arrives. They commit ritual suicide. <laughs> then uh, he yep. said, oh, you silly, salty bastards. <laughs> <laughs> and then Judith shows up and tells him he's proud of 
she is proud of him for moderating himself. She, the first thing she says to him is terrific. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) The first words out of this woman's mouth to him. He's being fucking crucified. What Um, I says, thank And I think what you're doing is great. Yeah, Thank Red's told me everything. Forget you. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. fucking walks away. Yes. Red's Red explained everything to me. Yeah, I think it's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, she she was only into me for my socialist movement. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great. Just, uh, yeah, what a. Then his mom arrives, tells him how disappointed she is. Go ahead, be crucified. <laughs> He's like pleading for her. mom. Wait, mom, mom, mom. <laughs> yes. And then Eric Idle says, cheer up, Brian. Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, that grumble, give a whistle. And this'll help things turn out for the best And always look on the bright side of life (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then it it ends on one of the greatest songs of the 20th century Yeah, absolutely one of my favorite songs of all time Yeah, yeah, man Always look on the bright side of life Um, It has become the most played song at funerals in England Yeah, yeah Deservedly Yeah Uh, Life's my piece of shit When you look at it (laughs) (laughs) As opposed to here in the United States where it's Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang (laughs) Oh, yeah I mean, obviously, bro it's not Tuesday's Gone or something. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday's Gone. Yeah, totally. Some Skinner. Fucking Simple Man. Yeah, Simple Man. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking some Doobie when Brothers. I, when yeah. I die, burn my, burn me, burn my body in my car to Simple Man. <laughs> Taking care of business for me, guys. <laughs> it's the boys a little, around. A little for BTO. Our, for our personal ones. Oh. <laughs> At my funeral, I think I'm just going to have all of the Weird Al Yankovic polkas played one <laughs> nice. after another. Nice. nice. I'm kind of with Thoreau, but instead of taking care of business, I think I'll go with, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them in suspense. Well, Rig a fucking spring up to your spine. <laughs> <laughs> What's coming next? Yeah. I'm definitely going to get some. Uh, we're an American band in there. We're coming to your town. Like a fucking playlist. Fire your body up. I like, like American Woman instead. Dancer from Thrill. No, it should be a real intense sort of aggressive. So you're so vain. You know, finger pointing. Thriller would be hilarious, especially if you did get yourself propped up and have someone behind you moving your arms. <laughs> All right, let's start. Uh, we gotta get these notarized if we want the wishes to be <laughs> honored. <laughs> I want to be shot out of a cannon. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, it's like a gel, or do you want to be a powder? I want to be my whole regular body, not even involved yet, and I want to be shot sort of at the crowd like a t-shirt cannon. Oh fuck. <laughs> Still stinking and necrotized. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Left, left in the garage. <laughs> yeah. oh, five I got, days. I got Not four days. And if I have to go to Oregon, if I have to move to Oregon to make it happen, I will. I, I think my we wishes. can arrange this. I think we can make it happen. <laughs> so, um... And I don't want my body given to science. I want it given to magic. <laughs> <laughs> to, to fucking entertainment. I want to be the guy they saw. <laughs> to entertainment. So it's dressed up like Judy Garland. <laughs> One singular so sensation. That's hilarious. I was going to say meet me in St. Louis as my song earlier. I was. <laughs> Uh, so that's the end of that is, yeah that is uh the life, the of, life brian. of brian <laughs> Woo. um yeah I, I i rather like that movie yeah it's definitely the best superhero yeah. movie we've done yeah without For question sure. <laughs> indeed um right. so uh and it, it makes you think that at any point in history when you're thinking about some extraordinary person that's been in the history books, there was a regular asshole that grew up right beside him yes. that went through life. Yeah, Ryan. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Dude, anyone see any oranges? Any chance? No. I, uh, I don't think I saw any oranges. Uh, there was a gourd. <laughs> there was yeah. there was the gourd there, well, the there was a plant yeah yeah I didn't see product of some sort oranges glowing or otherwise yeah, yeah. but there was the, kind of I a little man I didn't see any buried tools no no tools yeah. were buried um yeah foot race there was a lot of foot races <laughs> there was a lot of foot races yeah uh, <laughs> long chase sequence um but uh yeah that's it that was life of Brian um yeah, uh, we don't have rankings for these things. Instead, what we have is nominations for next month. And next month, we randomly chose the year via a uh, internet website. You may have heard of the internet. Um, it has oh, what a magical year it was. It's a fucking witch. We used a witch. Yes, we do use a witch. <laughs> we do, but um. For other reasons, um, for choosing the year, we used the internet, which gave us the year. Ninth, That's what they call the internet. <laughs> the witch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, uh, so what are our nominees? Our, well, our year was 1988. 88. 88. Wait, 88. Yes. And last last <laughs> month um, in the nominations, we went backwards. Al, Brian, then Josh. So this year, we're going to mix it up. We'll start with oh. Brian. Oh, shit. Uh, I want to say Fish Called Wanda. A Fish Called Wanda. Woo. Really? Sticking, All right. sticking with the python. Sticking the python. I love that Sticking movie so Python. much. I love Kevin Klein. It was just meant to happen. Yeah, no, it's a great okay. movie. It is. Um, how about how about uh, Al next? Okay, um, I had this on my list before we had a year. Um, they live, yes. directed yes. by John Carpenter, starring starring Mister Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh yeah, Rowdy, Rowdy. yeah. I love that. I also wanted to nominate it. So I hope we do They Live, but I, uh, I'm i going to nominate. It was tough, man. There were some good ones. Big, Young Guns, mm-hmm. Hairspray. 
Yeah. Yeah. Political um, too. But anyways, I'm going to nominate Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, that is a good one. Um, So um, I had so many, so, so many. Um, My list was very long. Um, I thought about twins, Arnold and Danny. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, the Milagro Beanfield War is a bonkers fucking movie. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. Um, License to Drive with the Corys. I love that movie. I, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that one's great. I considered <laughs> that. Um, High Spirits. Have you guys ever seen that one? Yeah. P- no. Peter, o- Peter O'Toole. Peter O'Toole as a horny ghost. <laughs> so he played himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought about Colors with... Uh, uh, Den- oh Dennis gosh. Hopper's uh, directorial debut. Um, Sean Penn and Robert Duvall. Um, yeah. Did you, Alan Crenshaw, did you consider Earth Girls Are Easy? That is on my list. Yes, I thought about Earth Girls yes. Are Easy. Cocktail. What? Tommy Cruise. Okay. Cocktail. Oh, cocktails. Cocktail. Cocktails and yeah. dreams. Yeah. Uh, Child's Play, I considered. Oh, my God. Uh, Bright Lights, Big there, City. Was that that was 80? just depressing. Um, Action Jackson with Carl Weathers. <laughs> Carl Weathers. Um, Alienation was on my list. Oh, yeah. yeah that was, that, yeah, was a that good would have been fun. All right. So do we have our nominees? Well, no, no, not yet. I'm still going. Oh, you're still, <laughs> I'm still going. That's right. Rambo 3. He's building the suspense. Yeah. Rambo 3. Red Heat. Another <laughs> Arnold one. Talk radio. I thought about Die Hard. Die Hard was 88. Um, dead, yeah, it was. I heard, yeah, dead, was, dead yeah. ringers. Jeremy Irons in a uh, um, a uh, Cronenberg movie. Um, Hairspray was on my list. Earth Girls are easy. Nightmare on Elm Street for the Dream Warriors. Um, yeah, Short Circuit Two, wherein uh, a man is in brownface the entire movie <laughs> <laughs> for the second time. Yeah. Um, no. Monkey Shines vibes. Have you oh guys? Oh my god, Monkey Shines. Monkey Shines. That's is, George Romero. Yeah, exactly. It's hilarious. Um, Dave loves that. Have you guys seen Vibes, starring Jeff yeah. Goldblum and Cindy Lauper? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember wow. that. Um, All right, so let's build up. Bloodsport, Dead Heat, Maniac, Dead Heat. By the way, starring Jim Belushi. <laughs> Are you going to say Maniac Cop? Maniac Cop was on my list. Wow. So these top three or four here. I kept going back and forth, but I finally settled on the most bonkers movie I could think of from 1988. Mac and me. Oh no. That movie's terrible. I know. Uh, uh, It's the worst. It's the McDonald's movie. How did this get made? Did that one? Yeah. Did mystery science do it? Mystery science theater. They did. Uh, 3000 they did that in their oh, on the gauntlet yeah the gauntlet that's right yes mac and me um a movie sponsored by and featuring mcdonald's oh yeah yeah big, big time yeah and somehow adopted by paul rudd yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay, so those are our four so movies. So those are our four movies. Yeah. We've got Who Framed Roger Rabbit, A Fish Called Wanda, They Live, and Mac and Me. Um, so everybody, okay. uh, vote. That will be up for vote uh, through April 30th. Um, we'll be posting that on our social media right away as soon as uh, this gets uh, released, which will be shortly. Um, Just pretend that you're watching They Live and you see the words Obey. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all nominated. We all nominated something, but I personally am voting for They Live. I would just love that. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Anyways, thank I'm you. Voting for that fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like eight minutes. No dialogue. <laughs> just ass kissing to put the glasses on. It is. Cr- it is. Has a person ever not wanted to put on sunglasses more than him? Never. Yeah, he just needed to play some ZZ Top for him. It would have changed yeah. his whole Yeah, exactly. Some cheap sunglasses. Yes. Uh, so and it was all it was all about not wanting to accept the reality, the truth. Yeah. Oh, let's not even start. Let's wait till oh, yeah, voted yeah. in. We'll the bills voted in. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about that. Yep. Shit. Yeah. No, yeah. we're fucking doing Mac and me. The internet's a cruel <laughs> bitch. Yeah. The internet is we, we will. We will end we up, up doing that. Uh, the movie is. I don't want to have to watch that Although again. The, the parallels again, Al. I've never seen it. You've never, never seen Mac seen and me? No. Oh, I've only God, seen the trailers. I've listened. I've I, I listened to the "How did this get made?" of it, but um, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So um, all right. <laughs> Anyways, everybody, thank you for listening. This is uh, I'm Brian, and so's my wife. But I'm actually Throw Smiley. I was joined this week by. I'm Josh CC, and how can it be worse? Cast off the shoe and follow the gourd. I'm Brian Lash. I'm Alaric Weber, Romani Ite Domum. Romans go home. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody. <laughs> thanks, guys. Bye.